Hey, magic makers, I am in love. I just found Shore Lee Wines, and oh my God, I'm floored how absolutely delicious they are. So far, I've tasted the Sauvignon Blanc, I have tasted the rose, I've also tasted the bubbly rose, and they are absolutely delicious. I was interested in trying non alcoholic wines because there are just some days that, like, you just don't really want a drink, but you want the taste of wine without all of the extra calories or extra alcohol. And this is what Shirley does it tastes absolutely delicious. It is just what you need for a nice afternoon on the deck watching the sun set. If you've been trying, wondering, are non-alcoholic wines, are they delicious? Do they, are they worth my time? Surely is. It tastes just like the wine and no, it's not fancy grape juice. They have found a way, I believe in magic. So they have found a way to remove the alcohol from actual wine. So you still get the wine taste, but without all of the alcohol. And so if this is something that you want to try, do me a favor. If you head over to the link in my bio, you can grab yourself 15% off your first purchase. Trust me, it is so good. I don't bring up products that I don't personally use. I am in their wine club and I've so far bought a case of this stuff and everyone that I've told about it, including you, are going to fall in love. So do me a favor, have a taste and then let me know what you think. And you get to save 15% by using the link in my bio. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, I just got off a great interview with Dr. Amanda Chan, and we were talking all about your nervous system. And you're like, why do I care about my nervous system? Ladies, if our nervous systems are always feeling like we are at a five alarm fire, many systems start to turn themselves off, like our digestive system, our sleep, our hormones. OMG, for my ladies over 40, you're like, oh, wow, huh, I might listen to this. Yes, listen in, because she breaks down so many different tools that we can use to help us get our nervous system back in sync, get our nervous system starting to feel like we are human again, that we're not always feeling like we're chasing or always on high alert. She broke down so many different ways of what it feels like to feel fully relaxed versus being in a stress state. And do you know what that feels like? She gave so many great nuggets. I don't want to give them away all here in the intro. So do me a favor. Let me know. How do you feel? Do you, do you ever know what it's like to feel fully relaxed outside of being on vacation, sipping on a pina colada? Do you feel like relaxed in your everyday life on a Tuesday at 9 a.m.? All right, ladies, have a listen and let me know how you feel about this episode. And here is this week's iTunes review. It comes to you from Dub. By V. She writes, I love the podcast. You speak your mind and you don't sugarcoat anything. 
I love your energy and your good spirit. Oh, that just fills my heart. You don't even understand how much I enjoy these reviews. So please, if you feel the need, please go to iTunes or wherever you watch, watch, listen to this podcast. Do me a favor and hit me up with a five-star review. I absolutely love them. They mean the world to me and I will read it on my podcast. So thank you so much, Dub by V. It does mean the world to me. All right. Hey, Magic Makers. Today, we're talking to uh, Dr. Amanda Chan, and I wanted to bring her on the show because she is really focused in on how do we uh, better listen to our nervous system? How do we regulate our nervous system? And she is, that's her prime focus, and she runs a program called uh, Near neuro optimization. And so she's got tools and strategies to help us all regulate and optimize your uh, nervous system. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you for having me here. So let's, before we go, I know a lot of people are like, my nervous system, why do I give a shit about that? (laughs) So why should people give a shit about their nervous system? Well, you take it wherever you go. Everywhere you are, you have you with you. Yeah. Well, I think for a lot of people, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like stress. Like people are like, Oh, I can handle stress because like stress isn't like sitting in front of you, like waving its hand being like, Hey girlfriend, you're on fire. You know? So I think for a lot of people, you know, our nervous system or just something that like just exists, like your heart pumping, like we don't think really think about it. It's just, it's a thing. For sure. It doesn't really come into play until it does. Right. And just with many health issues, as you said, people really don't notice it. Like you don't know how much your big toe does for you until you stub it and then you can't use it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so what made you, you know, you're so when I, most people, she's a chiropractor by trade. So when most people think of chiropractors, you think, oh, I'm going to go get an adjustment. Right. That's that's what I think about. Like, oh, I threw my back out or I threw something out and I'm going to get an adjustment. At what point did you like, you know what? There's something more here that I need to like lift up the hood and really look into this nervous system issue. Well, I've always thought that we're not just a physical being. So when people come in for, you know, back pain, neck pain, that's great. But it's not just the pain isn't just one aspect of them. Right. So we want to know emotionally what's going on, mentally what's going on. You know, the bit, but one of the examples I give most often is so I'm in Canada and we get lots and lots of snow. So people in the winter often come in throwing their back out. Right. And yes, I do want to know how much you're shoveling, what your posture is, and all that stuff. But I want to know what were you thinking when you were shoveling? Right. Were you saying, I hate my job, I hate my job, I hate my job? And then your back goes out. Right. Right. Or were you saying, how come nobody's helping me? How come I'm the only one out here shoveling? It's nine o'clock at night. Everybody else is sleeping. Like if you've got that going on in your head and then your back goes out, how, who's to say which one it is? Right. It's probably a layer of all of them. Yeah. No. And, and, I, and I like th- that because I feel like so many of us discount the thoughts, discount or I don't even know what I was thinking about. How many times have you said, so, you, you know, Mr. Jones, you know, what were you thinking about? And they probably looked at you like, what? <laughs> I don't Often, know. yeah. I don't know. 
all the time. And that's why we have to delve deep. So then we go into what were you doing before then? Right. Right. And let's say I twist my ankle because I was trying to get down the stairs. Why? Oh, because the phone was ringing. Okay, what else? Oh, I was upstairs. I was rushing. I was trying to do all these things. Oh, okay. Right. So that's what was going on in your in your nervous system, in your body at the time. Right. So like, you know, basically, if you think about some people, so I'm going to say this and some people probably don't even know what this is, but it's kind of like back in the day when telephone operators had to like manually plug in phone calls. So your nervous system, you are basically as a, let's just talk about the person running downstairs. I'm looking at my phone. So my, my eyes are just focused on the phone. Then I'm trying to move my legs. So my legs are in motion. Then I'm trying to talk on the phone. So my mouth's in motion. And then I'm trying to think about what I'm saying to the person and process what the person is saying to me while trying to sprint down the stairs to answer the phone. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so you, you wonder why you skipped a step. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, and I think because for a lot of people, that's life, right? For a lot of people, there are 50 things that are happening all within 2.2 seconds. And we don't ever, you know, stop and like, or feel we can press pause. We always feel like, you know, and I don't, you know, I, I wish I could point back to a period of life that said, hey, everyone should be moving at 500 miles an hour. Like, you know, like, I don't know where that, like that shift came from that. Like, you know, you have, if you're not going 500 miles an hour, you suck. Well, it's part of culture, right? Right. Um, And what we've been ingrained to in our nervous system. So it all starts back even when you were in in utero, like in your mother's belly, right? Because the universe, God, whatever nature has it so that it prepares your body to come into the world, right? Yeah. And so you develop your nervous system based on the family that you're going to come into. So if uh, you heard, yeah, if you heard screaming, yelling, whatever, you're going to develop a nervous system that will keep you alive in that to uh, parents that are like that. Ah, uh, so even so as I'm, you know, baking as a baby, um, if it just depends on like what my um, prenatal environment is like. So if my mom was a go, 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 and there was always kind of heard sound all around you, you knew like, I need to prep for coming into a world where there's always going to be activity. For sure. And if she was really, really stressed because of, you know, a whole bunch of things, her hormones, her stress hormones are bathed within you, right? Like you get that adrenaline, you get the cortisol, you get all of that coming into you too. And that helps to shape your nervous system. Ah, yeah. So now does, so with that said, does that give me a leg up or that, you know, my nervous system is pre-wired to be at a higher level or is it more like your nervous system is always trying to find that that kind of like a way to down-regulate? Both. (laughs) So you see all of the above. (laughs) See, because you have to, it's about adaptability, right? Ah. How can your body adapt when it needs to, right? If you can be mellow and chill when you need to and ramp up when you need to, both are needed in society, right? And in life, if you can be in the right nervous system at the right time, that is when the magic occurs. Okay. So now let's go further down this path. So how do I know, you know, and I I think you're right, because there are periods of time when if you're in tune with your body, there are periods of times when you know, you're like, you know what, I just need to sit on my ass right now. And just, you know, sometimes it's for five minutes. Sometimes you're like, you know, what? I need an afternoon. 
just sitting on my ass. Like, how do you start to, if you're not kind of in tune with that, like, I just need a minute. How do you start to process? Like, I need a minute. Well, on the (laughs) very end of it would be mental breakdown and crying. (laughs) Right. right. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to get us not to that point. I'm I'm sure listeners are like, Oh girl, I've been there. Like I'm trying to get us from like, I'm crying in a ball. (laughs) Like, you know, just a step before the ball. So one of the things you can do is always check. I always tell people, check where your ears are in relation to your shoulders. If they're like this, (laughs) then that is a sign that things are not going smoothly at the moment. Right, right. Right. And it, stress isn't bad, right? Stress can be a really good thing. You can use stress competitor, like competitive athletes use stress in order to help motivate them and push them to the next level. So right. it's not always bad. It's just how is your nervous system adapting to the stress in the moment, right? Like, are you curled up in a ball? Because that's obviously too much, right? Or are you able to say, okay, let's look at it as this stress is going to make me a better person on the other end. Okay. What do we do from there? How do we take steps from that angle? So the question I have for you is that, you know, I've everything you said, I love. And, you know, I have a lot of um, clients who they live in this high, like, OMG world. Like, you know, I want them, I like desperately beg them to press pause. I'm like, for the love <laughs> of God, like an hour, like an hour, give yourself a freaking hour to just like sit. And, um, but for many of them, I'm like, just as you asked, like what was happening prior? A lot of them are so out of body with everything. And I've asked them, like, you know what? One of the things, and I was that person. So it's not me, you know, th- throwing shade. I was totally out of regulation. And one of the things that it, I fought it hard was journaling. Like that was one of the ways that it taught me to just process. and. I had a client go, I said, well, why don't you just sit down for like five minutes? She doesn't sleep. And I said, I go, why don't you sit down like before you go to bed and just like write out like your thoughts of the day, like just grade your day, like how'd it go? And she's like, I don't like to ruminate. And, you know, and I was like, okay, I can see I get valid that like, you know, it could be in your mind. And sometimes I'm a ruminator. I will admit that sometimes it could be, you know, replaying, uh, a bad incident at work or replaying a fight with your kid or replaying moments that you don't want to replay, but it also could be, you know, and I don't want to Pollyanna it, but it also could be just looking at the bright spots of the day. Absolutely. And I think part of the fear is that people, we're going to miss something if we're not doing everything mm-hmm. or that we're not going to be perfect, like, especially as women, right? Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. you're, if, you know, you're impaired on top of it, that like, it's a lot of things that are being juggled at the same time. And we think society tells us, okay, if you don't do all these things, then you're going to miss like everything else. But I think you would reframe and said, but the magic happens in the pause. Yeah. Oh, that is some good stuff. Yes. It is. The magic happens in the pause, you know, cause it's like, if I think about like, if you, if, if we're driving in a car, I'm driving and you're the passenger. You're going to observe way more stuff than me, the driver, because I'm like, I'm trying not us to crash. So yeah. I can't look at whatever you see. Like you could point it out and I can quickly glimpse, but you're right. Like if I just take, you know, a minute to just pause, like what's, and, and even if it's just like, what's going right in my life, you know, because it's like, 
as I'm just kind of moving, I'm always looking at the shit. And what is it that you're in a rush to get to? Yeah. Right? Life is about the moment and the pause, right? What if you literally take your pause and be like, wow, I'm spending time with, you know, doing something I really love right now. Oh, this is amazing. This is so great, right? Or flip it. Be like, you know what? I hate this. And, yeah. You know, like it could be the snow shoveling. It could be like, you know what? I hate snow shoveling. And you're like, and then you, and then I get, I think it's in the pause. You're able to make better decisions. Absolutely. Because if you're on that go, 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 you don't have the reflection time that you need in order to, so you're dealing with the go, 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 go. It's a different nervous system. It's the sympathetic fight, flight, freeze, like the trauma response nervous system. Mm -hmm. And you'll get a different answer than when you're in your sympathetic or your parasympathetic rest digest nervous system, because they activate different parts of the brain. So you have access to different information. Right. And so, you know, I do kind of like, you, you talked about the both nervous system. So, you know, I'm going to go back to like our very part of the conversation. So you yeah. talked about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. This is why I'm not a doctor because if it was an <laughs> oral exam. I can read it in my head and it sounds fabulous for me to actually say those words. I'm like, hang on, I have to like break it into like <laughs> various, uh, various accent points so that I can like, come out and it not come up like a word of jumbles. So, <clears throat> so one of the things you said is when we are going crazy, right? And our parasympathetic nervous is just like on fire. Certain activities in our body are like, whoa, hey, we can't do that right now because, you know, the five, the five alarm fire is going off. And so for women, what, what, what systems when you're like, go, 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 what systems are like, Hey, we're just going to sit back here and chill until like that fire is out. And then we can start to like turn back on. Perfect. Great question. So imagine you're being chased by a lion because this is when the system is supposed to kick in, right? So your blood would increase to your muscles so that you could try and run away. Right. Um, so one of the systems, the digestive system takes a lot of blood, right, to mm -hmm. in order to digest food. So this body slows that down, shuts it down and uses that blood to send it to your muscles to get away. So you would not have good digestion during that time. Okay, you would increase your heart rate, because you're trying to pump more blood, again, in order to run away or to fight, right. So you would have blood pressure issues, heart disease, right you would have your muscles would tense because you're trying to fight whatever. And so you would have increased muscle tension in your body, right? Your body's hormones of adrenaline, cortisol, all these would be pumped throughout your as well, which are not the same cortisol, like not the same um, hormones as a like dopamine, like the happy hormones, right? Right. So your body is really in a state of this is an emergency and I got to get away. Right. So that is all you're going to be feeling versus, okay, healing, digestion, rest. That's all a different nervous system or different part. It's part of the parasympathetic. And so, you know, I, I, one of the big, the questions I ask when I, uh, when my clients check in with me weekly is I always ask about that dig digestion because <laughs> for me, digestion is a signal of, even though you might not acknowledge stress, digestion is a key indicator that something's going on. 
So absolutely. So you know, other than you told me like, well, I ate yogurt and dairy doesn't agree with me. Other than you telling me that, if you're telling me like, oh yeah, I was bloated all the time. I felt like my digestion was slow. In my mind, I'm like, okay, there must be something stressful situation going on. Um, and you're just bypassing. And what I found a lot with people who are on, let's say the weight loss journey and they're, you know, they're doing all the right things. They're eating everything that they're supposed to be. They're working out there and they're still not losing weight. Um, it's not what you're eating. It's what's eating you. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, and I'm sure in your, your practice and the reason why you started down this path is because you saw so many people just saying to themselves, well, this is just how life is. Or Absolutely. not even acknowledging it. Like they're just like, hey, you know, my boss is a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Or they're coming in, they're going, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. I just have this neck pain. And then five minutes later, they're crying <laughs> and right. sobbing. And they're like, life is not good right now. I'm so stressed out. And you're like, okay. So let's just acknowledge where you are right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and you know, it's, I find that like, uh, so Tony Robbins, he says this and all the time. And I find myself when I'm kind of like, sometimes I find myself like in a hyped up state and I'm like, hang on, it's 9 a.m. What's happening? You know, like just to be like, there's something clearly like I'm not consciously thinking about, but something that my subconscious is playing that my, you know, my like hackles are up and I'm like, hang on. I don't really know what I'm thinking about and I should be calming down. I shouldn't be in this like agitated state. I'm like, I'm cooking breakfast. Like, <laughs> Why am I like, why does it feel like, you know, my nervous system is starting to like ramp up for like a track meet and I'm not doing anything. So how do people start to just become aware of themselves and just be like, hang on, something's happening, but I don't know what it is. I can't put a name to it, but I just need to be, have this presence of mind. Yeah, that's a good question. And so everybody's a little different, right? And so you need to know, like for you, you have these signs of, okay, it's starting to like, um, you know, my thoughts are starting to increase. Like my shoulders are coming up to here. My, like I'm feeling something in my chest. Like I'm feeling uneasy. Like all these are indications that that's where you're heading, right? right. So you will, your body's like trying to alert you all along the way until it sounds like, okay, fire alarm, right? Right, right, right. So you need to, First, see, what is it like when I'm fully relaxed? And if you don't know that, yeah, that's a key too, right? Yeah. So see where you are when you're relaxed versus where you are, let's say, after breakfast. What, how am I doing after lunch? Like check in with yourself throughout the day so that you know, like purposely at the beginning yeah. until you have the awareness to really um, see like you do in that moment. Oh. This is happening already. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I, I like what you just said. So how many of you, this is a question for you, but I'm also going to, Dr. Chan's going to pop into, how many of you know what it's like to feel fully relaxed? And I'm not, and I'm talking like vacation relaxed, like, yeah. but not you laying on a beach or wherever your favorite vacation spot is, like on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. Like, can we feel that versus always feeling like you are, you know, as soon as you wake up out of bed, you're on that treadmill and you're on level 10. So how, you know, how do people, how do I like, you know, I say to myself like, yeah, I'm kind of like 
something weird going on. How do I start to get myself back into that kind of like, calm your mind, calm yourself down, lady? Yes. So one of the techniques we usually start with is breathing, Mm. right? Is to monitor the breathing because that will give you an idea of what is going on. And if you are way out, you know, your thoughts are already a mile a minute, bringing yourself back to your breath Mm. will help you calm it down. And the breath for calming is in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay. If you notice you're hyperventilating, you are not breathing into the nose, out through the mouth. (laughs) If you're getting ready to run your track meet, that is also not the breath that you're doing. Uh, But um, it's, you know, throughout many, like do Buddhism, Hinduism, meditation, like all ancient um, philosophies, it's always been showing people that breath can change your state. And so you can use your breath to bring your state back down. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because I've, I've done, um, I've done a podcast, you know, specifically about breath work and, you know, it was, and she did like a two minute breath work uh, exercise and it was ridiculous how like quickly you went from like here to here. And I didn't even think I was like in a a place. And I was like, holy crap, like I felt them like, and it was two minutes. And I feel like for many people will immediately say, I don't have time. Like it'll just automatically say, I don't have time. And I'm like, okay, but it's two minutes. Like And she purposely did two minutes because she's like, everyone's got two minutes. Just lock yourself in your bathroom, lock yourself in your car, you know, sit at your desk and give yourself the two minutes. For sure. Because if you don't have two minutes, then for yourself in that day, like everything else that you're rushing around to do, it it doesn't matter as much as the time that you give you, right? Like a lot of us were so good at giving every, like women, especially so good at giving to everybody else. And then we skimp on ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. We give to so many people that we do not have enough for ourselves. But if we have our cup full, right, you're then you're giving from a full cup, like an overflowing cup, as opposed to giving everything you've got and not being able to enjoy it. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because it's like I feel like, you know, I'm talking into like the like ether when I say that to a lot of women and, and, and I, and I get it, you know, for a lot of them, like, I go, you have to set up boundaries. And like, initially boundaries feel very hard because people are so used to like, well, Amanda always just does it for me. Kim just always does it for me. And then when you don't do it, then they're like, well, what the hell? How come, how come you can't do that for me anymore? Yes. So for boundaries, what I tell people are boundaries are an act of love for yourself and for others. Yeah. This boundary that I'm putting here is because I care about you so much and I care about me so much. I care about both of us. And that's why this boundary is here. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the what boundaries also is a, a, another way of regulating our nervous system because, you know, how many times... I, I, guilty I've said yes today and then 30 days from now when the actual event comes up I'm like damn it why did I say (laughs) yes yes because even at the time you were saying yes even if it was 30 days ago there was a little voice that was whispering like girl you don't want to do that (laughs) for sure you already knew and you know Obviously, there are some things that you have to do, like taxes. That you right, exactly. <laughs> right, for sure. But I'm but, talking about yeah. like 
if a month from now, I'm like, hey, can you bake um, cookies for the bake sale? And you're like, oh, I don't want to bake cookies, right? You're in your mind, you already know it, but like, you know, those yes. sweet Pollyanna is asking you right, right in front of your face, you're like, sure, I'll bake your cookies. <laughs> and meanwhile, like you're driving home, like, hey, bake your damn cookies. And it's like, you already know it. And then like, as the date approaches, it just feels like this like rock that's just like getting heavier and heavier on you. And then you're baking the cookies and you're going, I hate cookies. I hate cookies. I hate exactly. Cookies. Or you're like, and no one ever says to themselves, like, I'm going to, I'm swinging by the grocery store and they do a pretty <laughs> damn good job of baking cookies. Yeah. <laughs> There's always another way. <laughs> right. So one of the things, one of the things that I was very interested about you was that you, you have a workshop that talks about beliefs and nervous systems. And that was what really drove me to be like, I need to have this woman on the podcast because, you know, as you said, in your, in your utero, we are tuning into what we're going to come into. So uh, my family of origin, you know, believes that hard work is how you have to do it. Everything's a struggle. You know, we, you know, we don't speak up for ourselves. Like, so we start with like, this is what, this is what we've been exposed to in utero but then I come out into the world and I see this as I as as I grow up and then it becomes now a belief like you know believes that like if I'm going to get the promotion I gotta be the hustler if I'm gonna lose the weight I gotta struggle if whatever in life you want to do if it's not hard if I'm not climbing Everest naked barefoot then it ain't gonna happen and you know, all these like negative, like limiting beliefs are just like, you know, piling on me and how do, and so clearly your nervous system is always going to be on, you know, always looking for danger, right? You know, it's yep. always going to be looking for the saber tooth tiger that's going to come chase you out of the cave and drive you back. So how Absolutely. do, how do I, like, cause I mean, you know, for so many people, you know, they say mindset and like, I hate when people say mindset. Cause I'm like, that's like telling me like, um, just to like, you know, walk it out if I got like a bad knee. Like that just doesn't tell me shit. Right. So one of the things that I like to use is, is this true? So similar to you, like that family of origin, I've got the same beliefs that were instilled in my nervous system of you have to work hard. I mean, I'm Asian. Like that is one of the things that is you're like, in. That, that is like, like a flag. That, child for that. that is like a flag that every Asian kid, especially like an Asian insert American insert Canadian, like anyone who does not live in Asia, that's the flag you carry. Yes, that is my. So I have to say, if hard work was necessarily the key to success, then everybody who works hard would be successful. Then every like garbage person, every nanny who works so hard in their life would be a millionaire and they're not. Right, right, right. So hard work maybe is definitely a component of it, but it does not have to be the only way, right? right. So you start saying, is this true? Like, you know, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. Okay, like only, you know, people with money are bad people. Okay, is this true? No, because I know that money in the hands of good people will change the world. Right. Right? So you have to start asking, is this true? Is this true? Everything that every thought that you can become aware of, is this true? Mm. Yeah. Have you heard of um, Byron Katie? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. And she was instrumental in kind of helping me break that like hustle mentality of like, is it true? Right. And it was just, and I love that her, um, I'll I'll link this in the show notes as well. Um, But I love that it's black and white. And, you know, for so many people, we can always argue for our limitations. You know, like I can argue, like I'm arguing in front of the Supreme Court (laughs) for, you know, any, you know, anything that I've like felt in my core, you can argue for. And, you know, she just basically said, you know, anyone you see working hard are getting the results they want. And you can easily point out to someone who hasn't, or you can point to yourself. You're like, yeah, I've been grinding myself into the ground and I am no further than where I wanted to be. Yes, Yes or no. Right. So I absolutely love that. And so when I'm on that grind, clearly I'm getting some type of satisfaction from this. Like there's some, there's some, I don't know if it's a nervous system hit that I'm getting. I don't, there's something that is serving me somehow. Yes. It's your ability to stay safe because that is what you know. That is okay. the pattern that you know. Gotcha. Right? So your body works in, as you were saying, scanning, danger, danger, safe. Is this safe? And your safety for you is in working hard. Ah, okay. So that's why, even though I, 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 even though mentally I feel drained like this, I'm killing myself. I know, I know what I'm going to get. It's certain. I know that I'm going to feel like shit at the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. Essentially it keeps you safe. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now, you know, people who are like, you know, they may be self-identifying. I'm hoping you are. me too (laughs) but it's like it's I feel like you know for me it was like it wasn't ever in the cycle and for for some of us we all have to kind of come to that point on our own which you know the the like that kind of like the what do you call rock bottom point and so if I kind of like you know been hearing this for a while and I'm starting to just feel like you know like I just can't anymore how are some of the ways that I can kind of start to, and it's not an overnight journey friends. It's not like, you know, take two of these and call me in the morning. How do I start to, well, cause you know, everyone thinks like, you know, give me 30 days and, you know, next thing you know, you're going to be a you know brand new person and so forth. How do I start to write the ship? How do I start to say, you know, a lot of the things that are up here that once drove me are driving me in the wrong direction. <laughs> Well, as you said, it's that pause. Mm. Just go, okay, let's put the brakes on some things right now and give me space. So try and build some space into yourself. If you're doing a million things at once, maybe you cut them to half a million. (laughs) And in that space, you'll come up with, okay, maybe it doesn't have to be with this part. Or maybe like you'll ask different questions because there's room for it. And then, you know, they always say as the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So for you, it might have been Byron Katie. It could be Brene Brown. Like there's all these incredible people that you will attract into your life when you're ready for it. But you need that space, that pause so that, you know, it can come to you. Yeah, no, I I like the um, building in space. And so I feel one of the reasons why there's no space is that, again, I think it goes back to the certainty, right? So it's like, you know, 
certainty is one of those top five um, human needs that we need. But I've also heard that people um, need also the uncertainty. Yes. So as as certain as I am that if I hustle and struggle, I'm not going to get anywhere, but at least I know the path. I, you know, it's kind of like driving your car and, you know, I can go to the, the store turning to the right, but I can also go to the store turning to left, but I always seem to turn right. So when people kind of go down that uncertain path, is that also a, a, a pause or is it, do you go to a point and then you kind of freak out? So going, as you said, uncertainty is Great, because you're building new neurons in your head, like making new connections in your nervous system at that time, because you're like, what if I go another way? What, you know, and even that turning that other way, you might see something that you never saw before. And that will like link to something in your business that will take you to the next level. You don't know, right? Um, So even building, when you go always in the right direction, you know what's there. When you just veer off a little bit, and it doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, like turn my whole life upside down. Yeah. It could just be, I'm going to take another route to work today. And then you're scan- you're seeing different surroundings, right? And then that starts to change. You know, it's funny. I, I, I like what you just said um, about radical, right? So I feel like um, why change for a lot of people is radical, right? You look out, you look on TV and it's like, Take this magic elixir in 30 days, radical change. You know, if I, you know, do this new weight loss program, radically, I'm in a new person, right? You know, shrimp and dinosaurs are running through the forest <laughs> versus, you don't ever see the commercial that says, hey, take a right-hand turn instead of a left-hand turn and just see what happens. Like, you, no one sells you that. No one sells you that. No one sells you possibilities. Everyone sells you that if you aren't taking leaps and bounds towards change, then are you even changing? <laughs> Absolutely. And it's part of the advertising, right? And it's part of the culture of making us wanting things fast and right now, right? Look at yeah. kids are like, I want this. I want that. I want like, I want my iPad. I want my, you know, whatever. I'm like, you're four. You don't need an iPad right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, it's right. It is part of it is part of marketing, advertising, and but it's like you know, as you study this stuff, you know, no doctor, like if I were go if I were going to a chiropractor, if I was going to a traditional MD, no doctor's like, hey, um, even antibiotics, they're not like, take one of these and you're gonna feel fabulous in just an hour. Like they're like, do me a favor, take it for ten days, no matter how good you feel take it for 10 days because it's, 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 it, there's a system. Absolutely. Yeah. And because doing things, knowing that something might take longer, it's not sexy. You know? <laughs> no, it is like the, uh, like the anti It's like, it's like the granny panty of yeah. life. It's like here, wear these or people are like, no, I want the sexy thong. No, yeah. sometimes you have to wear the granny panty for a little bit. Yeah. And we also like the grannies. Oh my gosh. Have so much wisdom because they've been there for so long. Right. You're like the reason why they make them still is because there's some functionality to it. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, so I'm trying to make it sexy for you. And so everyone's probably like, well, yeah, you're right. I do have a few of those in my drawer. So yes, every once in a while, you got to drag them out, bring them to the top of the drawer. Yes. There's wisdom in that. <laughs> so in your, so, you, so she actually teaches a course on, you know, taking your limiting beliefs and your nervous system and having a way to start to like get them in sync with each other. What made you come up with that? Well, a lot of people need it. No, (laughs) clearly (laughs) I see people, let's say locally in my office, but I also know that um, sometimes I might not see them for months or years or whatever else is going on in their life, or they don't want to come all the way over here. Mm. So I needed to develop a way that people can still have access, even though they're not coming into the office. And so that's why I teach an online program is so that people can um, still, as you say, journal to meditate, do yoga, like take their pause, even if it's a little bit of time every day, um, but not have to come all the way here. And these tools are for themselves, so they can use it whenever they want, right? Like gotcha. you don't lose awareness. And no. so as soon as you know the tools, then whenever you find yourself in a certain situation, you're like, I got the right tool for the job. It's like yeah. an empowerment thing. Yeah, no, and, and I like I like that. It's 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 tools because it's like I feel again, you know, the world sells us on you know complicated, hard. Where some days, you know, if I like reach into my toolbox and I'm like, you know, what today I just really need to journal, or today, you know what, I just need to sit for two minutes and breathe, or I really need just like a day on the couch watching Hallmark movies, right? So we can. Yeah you know, no, like reach into our back and look at like, what do I need today? Yes. Beautiful. And to have the wisdom to follow through on what you need. Right. Now, so I know that they're like, I feel like my ladies, they fall into two camps, right? They're people who are like, yeah, girl, I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then there are the others out there who are like, really, really? pause are you sure I, I don't know like I got goals and if I stop am I gonna hit my goal like well I don't know I don't I can this is just ah. well remember that it we see a lot of duality right there's the yin the yang the masculine the feminine like we're we live in polarity so there's mm. got to be one and the other right if the masculine is doing 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 and you don't spend time in the feminine which is being Feminine is also the receiving. So how can you receive everything Ooh. you've been doing? Like you're Ooh. doing, doing good. Great. Now you've got, you've got the goals there, but you keep doing, you don't receive. Did you guys just hear that? Like that was like a freaking, I don't know. It was, I was heavier than a coconut. Maybe it was like a bowling ball <laughs> to the head. Like that was just like the shit right there. End podcast over. Now, did you like take in what she just said? Let's just like break it down. She said, if I'm always moving, do I receive the good? So for all the shit you're doing, if I don't stop and assess, how do I know I got it? And it's like, especially for those women who are out there who's like, it's never enough. Well, how the fuck you know? If you don't stop and say, is it enough? It's kind of like, um, I always equate it to like what people do regularly. How many of you look at your bank account at least once a day? Once a week, every few days. 
You get a fucking text every time you paid, you know, someone hit your credit card. That's checking in. But do you check in with yourself like this? Like that, what she just said right here, you need a pause every day. Scan what's up for all the things I'm chasing. Did I catch a toe of whatever it is that I'm chasing? Maybe I got the whole tail. Who knows? You might have gotten everything you wanted, but you weren't aware of it because you weren't yeah. there to receive it. Oh, I absolutely um, love that. I one of the limiting beliefs that I had for a long time was about was about receiving, and and it was it wait phrased in similar fa- fashion. And if you like, and I'm hoping that someone got a bowl and balls ahead because that was like what kind of cracks me out of my like never-ending chase right and like think about yourself as you give a gift like how fun is it to give a gift that you know somebody's gonna love right like you're like so excited and then also how fun is it to receive a gift well then ask that question do like do you like to receive gifts yeah some people don't feel they deserve it right right so it's like you know that was how what started the thing is like I suck at receiving gifts and I've gotten better at it, but I, if I look back at my life, I've always sucked at receiving gifts. And then I like giving them, but receiving, I oh, there was always some deep-seated thing of like, did I work hard enough for them? And how are you going to receive your goals when you get there if you can't receive them now? But I never received my goals because I always was like, I, 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 you know, it's kind of like, um working on an old house and that's like, you know, you just like, you know, open up one wall and you're like, ah, crap. And then you like, it's just kind of like this never ending cycle. That was how I was with my, my goals always were like, well, I told myself that I was going to do five, but you know, I'm looking over there. I don't know. I don't even know this girl from Adam, but she looks like she's doing 10. So if I can't do 10, then it's crap. And then you kind of always like upcycle your goals without ever acknowledging that you're like, you know what? I hit five. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I, the, the receiving part, like that right there was just like, boom, like interview over, like so, so good. And so when you start people kind of, you know, down this path, you know, I love how you're just like, even in just like everyday practice, when people come in for an adjustment, you're like, what's, you know, you are looking at what's going on where so many people just want you to just like laser in on, I came here because my neck or my blah or my blah hurt. And you're like, I need to expand. Absolutely. And, but you have to, you have to expand further than, because life, like we're always nature. If you look at nature, it's always for more life, right? Yeah. More life. It's always for more growth, more life. And so it's not just more life for me. It's more life for me, for you, for all of us. And that's how we can expand. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that because it's like, you know, as much as we are so, um, over the, um, pandemic you know all of us are like uh, uncle but it just taught us how interconnected everything was right it just it it just was like it took one thing in another country to shut down the whole world and so think about like one little thing in your body what it could take to shut down everything if we don't pay attention to it yeah and also people think you know, symptoms are something that they need to get rid of, that they're bad. They're just telling you that something needs to change. Like they're the consequence. Imagine 
that you could eat pizza all day long and ice cream and cake and whatever. Like, Sign me up. <laughs> right? What would happen if your body didn't go, hey, like, you know, we're having some issues pumping blood to the rest of it, you know? Right. You're like, um, your, your heart's like, um, hey girl, um, right now I got a clogged artery. So <laughs> I'm going to need some help here. Yeah. So the symptoms are just literally saying, hey, focus on me for a sec. Like I need to, you need to do something about this. That's yeah. all. I had, uh, I had another uh, guest on uh, probably like two years ago and she said this to me and I'm, you know, what you said to me about if you can't, if you can't receive, then how are you going to give uh, uh, or if you can't give, how are you going to receive? She said this to me, which what is like on par with what you said. She's like, if you can't hear your body whisper, how are you going to hear your body scream? Yes. And so many of us, and you, because of your, what you do for a living, I'm sure many people only come to you when it's like screaming and, you know, pretty much running out of the house on fire. Yes. And house on fire means like reconstruction of an entire house, right? right. Like, like it's like black sticks in the ground yeah versus mm, my pot's on fire okay right. we can put the pot out and nothing happens to the house right <laughs> you're like or you're like I smell smoke like okay yeah. when you smell smoke come see me because like we could probably do a lot of more easier preventative methods versus you know I, you know I used to be a personal trainer and some of you would always like well my shoulder always bothered me and then you know they proceed pre- pre- to do whatever causes the pain and then eventually like yeah my doctor told me I can't work out for seven weeks I'm like you kept telling me about your shoulder and I'm like you need to see somebody <laughs> and what could have been like physical therapy is now you completely out of the game absolutely so yeah um this has been like absolutely you know absolutely fabulous like, you know you basically were just like our nervous system is more of a I just think about like our alarm, right? You know, so many of us have an alarm and, you know, some of us are conscious about setting it. And some of us are like, yeah, I have an alarm. (laughs) Not after today. (laughs) Not after today. So today, you know, the goal here is to like consciously, you know, set it. And, you know, just like uh, an alarm system, like your nervous system, it's scanning for you, helping to protect you from yourself. <laughs> and in, at this, I think in this day and age, it's mostly protecting you from you. Yeah. Then from, the dangers, yeah. From, from the danger, which, you know, a lot of it can be self-imposed, like a lot of it or self, like mentally yeah. imposed, um, imposed danger. So if people were to like look for you on the socials, how can they find you? Um, my website is the best. So it is optimizemyhealing.com. And on Instagram, it is doctor, so dr. Amanda Chan. And then Amanda, you know, you talked about this course that, you know, it's online. So pretty much from anywhere on the planet, you can, yeah. you can take it. So if I was like, all right, that's not interesting. Who's, who is your ideal target for this course? Somebody who has come to a point in their life where they realize that something needs to change. What is currently going on cannot continue for them. And so that is when most people decide, okay, I'm going to make a difference and I'm going to make a change in my life. And that's when they usually enter in my life in some way. Perfect. Perfect. So it's basically you're at your wind's end, but you don't know what, what, you know, something's wrong, but you don't know what it is. You can't articulate that. And so when I take your course, do you, you know, I've always heard that it's best to put a name to something. And so when I come to your courses, am I able to kind of start to articulate 
what are some of the things that are, you know, <laughs> pushing on my nervous system? Uh, it's not necessary. Okay. It just needs to know that something needs to change. And so sometimes change is motivated by fear. So gotcha. some people come in because they fear something happening to them and that's okay. That's a great place to start. Yeah. And then sometimes you're motivated by desire. So what you yeah. want, like the life that you want to live. Right. Right, right. right. So we have people on both spectrums and we just start with wherever you are. Right. And I love that, you know, you talked about, it's like, you're not, you're not made sad, right? You're not here to fix people, but you're here to say, here is, here's my whole bag of tricks. I'm going to share with you the bag. And at some point you might use every tool I got. And some, some of you might just latch on to one or two tools and that's, what's going to get you through this, this point right now. And then maybe you might reach in for another bag. We might, these two or three tools might be what you use for the rest of your life. For sure. So it's all about giving you the tools that you need in order to create your own transformation. Gotcha. Gotcha. I have absolutely enjoyed this conversation. You know, it's been, you know, I love hearing about things under the hood, right? Because so many of us, if it's literally like, if I'm not bleeding from the eye, it's not a problem, right? Or, you know, my arm isn't severed off. It has to be, you know, for us, you know, we hit on it. It has to be so severe. Like it has to be so severe for us to seek help. Like it can't just be like, I just feel off, you know? And I, so I'm, I'm glad that you are out there kind of like, no, it's okay to feel a little off. Like, that's a problem. Like, it doesn't have to be a big problem because when it is a big problem, we could have stopped it when it was just this little feeling that you had. For sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. And everyone, make sure you are following her. She's used, she dropped some great nuggets. Um, and, you know, from time to time, we all need to, to check out, like, I need to check my crazy sometimes and we all, you can still be crazy, but sometimes you just check it and then, you know, come back into the game, sit on the couch, watch little Harmark. That's my favorite afternoon treat um, because it's always a happy ending. <laughs> There's always a kiss at the end. All right, ladies, enjoy the rest of your day and I will chat with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Bye.